afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. My name's Pat Francis. Hello everybody, Gary Luce. I'm Matt Belknap, the producer. Yes. Joining, joining us also sitting in, listening is Kyle. And I've got to say, I've never seen uh, Kyle and Preston in the Ooh. same room together. So I'm starting to think. <laughs> Maybe. Are, I think the last time Kyle was here, Preston here was here. But no, I didn't look, look over, over towards there. them. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking this could be like a Clark Kent type thing. It could Interesting. Be. Preston wears glasses, right? No. Oh, yeah, he does. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wow. Father of the year. Preston. <laughs> I was thinking of those like Clark Kent style glasses. I was talking glasses in general, Gary. Okay. You were so definitive. No. 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 Who now? No. I mean, yes. You are absolutely I, wrong. I don't remember. No. Uh, that, that, is my, that is my boy, Pat, and you are absolutely. Oh, no. You're right. I think yes. I would know. Oh. Okay. He wears them because of you. It's yeah, your that's shitty right. genetics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, wow. did you wear glasses in an early age? No, uh, about twenty. And what is he? He wears them for read. It, does he have a? Uh, yeah, for uh, some eye thing. I don't know. They're just okay. fake. They're just they're, trying to look intellectual. Okay, like sting or they're hipster shades. <laughs> yeah, they're hipster shades. All yeah, right. Think, okay. uh, so anyway, what's go? What's okay. going on? How are you guys doing? Good. In the, it's just it's, great. It's been a few weeks. Uh, been a while. Oh, we're back in style. We're back in style, and uh, it's, hot. It's, hot. it's been hot out here in <laughs> LA. Hot here. Let's complain about it. White people problems, man. <laughs> is it beautiful out? So beautiful. I've been. Uh, I'm ba- uh, basking in the afterglow of that uh, big star documentary. Anybody watch? Uh, oh no, I didn't see it. I want to see it. You though. gotta watch it. It's on. Uh, it's on demand, so everyone could see it. But, oh, cool. But you know, it's like six bucks or something. You know, because it's like yeah. you know, new release or whatever. But but that's but, not bad. If you yeah. went, if you went to the theater to see it, it would be yeah. Uh, you say on demand. I just assume you mean free. Oh, free. Right. I never pay for it. <laughs> I hate it. I just got that uh, Amazon on demand is now on the Wii. The Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the best. Yeah, so you you have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. I got to tell you, you if you buy three things in, from Amazon in a year, you yeah. have to get it. Yeah. What, there's been so many times where it'll be like Monday at like six p.m. Uh-huh. and I'll order a CD and you know three yeah. two. It'll be there the next morning wow. at like eight a.m. It's like wow. it's like there's the Shoemaker's elves made the CD in my garage and put it on my Craig Shoemaker. Yeah, Craig <laughs> Shoemaker. Yeah, the, the, love, the love master. They love master it over. Did um, has Sarah ever watched that movie called? Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. It's like a teenager. Uh, no, she's not. Oh. Seen that. <laughs> it's like a, a British teenager movie. It's good. Snogging it's, uh, means sex, though, right? Just kissing. Making. All right. Yeah, and uh, but it's this British teenager movie. I, it might be from the like five years ago or something. Okay. But it's got really cool music. There's this like uh, there's this hip band in it called uh, the Stiff Dylans, and they uh, <laughs> and they uh, they're good. Yeah, this so. all sounds like um, <laughs> uh, there's all they're trying to put sex in here some way. Stiff Dylans and yeah. Dylan is, is that based on the American movie Angus. No, oh, no, no, no. Is. Angus is a cat, I think. Oh. And yeah. of course, that's the documentary about Angus Young from ACDC. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I only I kind of ask partly because that movie. Do you remember that movie from the nineties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a teen. It was like a tween movie, kind of. Yeah. yeah it was like it was maybe cool. a kid who gets picked on or something. Yeah. yeah. I think Nickelodeon. 
produced it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I saw it, but the soundtrack was like surprisingly good. Yeah, Muffs were on there, I remember, yeah. and Green Day probably, I yeah. think. And, um, yeah. For young listeners, there used to be a thing called original motion picture soundtracks. Yes, yes. And also for young people, there used to be a thing called original motion pictures. <laughs> That's true. That's movies that were not based on a comic book. Or, yeah. or, a, or, a, or a TV or show. Or a previous movie. Yeah. <laughs> so... Go back to the 90s and you'll you'll see some good ones. If you've seen a Tim Burton film, you've never seen an original motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I interrupted. So this movie, you recommend this movie? Yeah, just because of the the uh, music's cool. And um, I, I was just kind of watching it in and out. Like mm. uh, I think Preston was watching it. I didn't have my glasses on. But, uh, <laughs> well, he might have. If yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that, it's like, this seems like a cute movie. And like, wow, wow, what's that song? And yeah. Is that a free stream on Amazon yeah, oh, Prime? Yeah, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. Uh, we also, um, Sarah wanted a loft bed. Oh. A couple, uh, like last year. And uh, I, I bought it on Amazon uh-huh. and it was Prime. Uh-huh. So this 200 pound <laughs> metal loft yeah. bed was delivered in two days for free. Preston's bed came for free. Yeah. yeah in the, uh, in, on, on Amazon. It's yeah. Great. A loft bed. Is that like a bunk uh, bed? It's like a bunk bed with no, no under bunk. Yeah. What's underneath? That's her hangout area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of what Zoe needs. Uh, she's too young, though. She'll fall off. And She'll fall herself. off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just checking. Done deal. Slide. I got uh, I got no business. What do you have, Gary? I think that chit chat concludes our new business, but uh we do have a sponsor uh this oh, week that'll we help do. us kind of get into the uh topic here. Okay, cool. At the uh, tippy top here. Hi you pussy cat. You say you open up a bicycle wash and the first six customers drown and they pick you up in the wax museum for trying to score with Marie Antoinette. Is that what's got you down, Pussycat? Well, rise up! Get yourself Harry Nielsen's new album, Pussycats! Produced by John Lennon, Nielsen's latest Pussycats! On RCA records and tapes. Meow and purr. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, time for another exciting episode of the Rock Solidopedia. We're up to volume N, Harry Nielsen. Volume N. He's an N guy. Maybe maybe we'll hear some more of him later. Who knows? John uh, Lennon produced that album? Yeah. Yeah. He was a big Harry Nielsen. uh, He was a friend of his. They're buddies. Also, this will probably today's episode will be Paula Dean's favorite episode. No, because it's N words. Are here. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was today? People, it's it's all songs that use the N word. <laughs> That'd be a lot of rap music. That I might have that N word coming up. Yeah, one know. Guns and Roses. <laughs> right, you're right. Ouch! Uh, you want to get us rolling on this? Uh, sure, sure. I'll get us rolling with something kind of current, mm-hmm. ten years old, um, but it still feels current to me. This is a band uh, from Orange County. They actually put out an album last year that was very good. I don't mm-hmm. know why you're playing this one, but this um, is good too. Because Rocksteady is my favorite No Doubt album. Ah. It's, it is the but, best. But uh, let's hear a little No Doubt on Rock Solid. at capturing what I loved about 80s pop music yep. and then making it like sound fresh but still yeah. kind of like that. That's and, great. And that's one of the few albums that has uh, multiple producers which I usually don't like but this one works and that song was uh, co-produced with uh, by Rico Kasich of the Cars. Yeah. 
Who nice. I think did some work on the first album, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he produced uh, two songs on this album too. Not Pla- the first, he, but the first big one, right, right, right. And he co- also co-produced "Platinum Blonde Life" from this album, so he had his hand in a couple of the hits. You can always hear that distinctive, like because uh, I like, think it's in "Like a Girl." There's that like yeah. that guitar sound that you hadn't heard since that car's. Yeah, name. exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you know, there's that little cheesy keyboard, ding, ding, yeah. and that kind of ding 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 stuff. Gary's and out. a lot of uh-ohs in the vocals. <laughs> and that's right. Uh, <laughs> great example of an end band. I was going to pick a Simple Kind of Life. I love that song. But, that's, a uh, good, that's a great but song. It's a chess match on the uh, Rock Solid Apedias. I don't want to like <laughs> I, I don't something know. you're going to pick. I know, and I always think that too. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be good for the rest of the show. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's have to see. I just uh, have to say quickly, like Elise the other day, I was like, I feel like I'm turning into Pat Francis because I loved that No Doubt album from last year, and it, it's like it's like it never even came out. Yeah. No one, <laughs> no one talked about, about it. You never hear it. It's because <laughs> like, you can't, I think, even even po- the most popular band cannot wait that long between albums. It's hard. Yeah. People forget. Well, she did two solo albums. Mm. You think that would have kept her in the I know, but it didn't. A little bit. But I know. I think. What should what should have happened was a solo album, then a No Doubt album, then a solo album, and we'd probably be getting another No Doubt album right about now. Well, they're working on another one actually already. So, well, let's get it going, kids. I, I just I don't know what the audience is for it anymore. I guess the people who dig that sound are older and don't care about music anymore. And did you hear the last No Doubt album, Gary? Mm, not no, not the whole thing. But you, you, you I, I stand by it, man. Yeah. I think it's really good. It's it's gonna, got a lot of that same kind of eighties flavor. And, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, you have you haven't heard it? You would love I, it. I've only heard that one song, you would and, love and it. the the length of that song turned me off. Yeah, it was weirdly long. It was like, it was like six <laughs> minutes. But that's because it's got like a, a 90 second fucking sitar intro for some yeah. reason. And then it just kind of, <laughs> it trickles out at the end for a minute too. And what's funny about that, whenever I hear a single edit, like if it would have came out like as a four minute version, I would have went like, no, I want to be a purist. I want the long version. Yeah. <laughs> when they give me the long version, then I uh, go, this is too long. That, that's that was uh, produced by Mike Myers and his love guru, uh, <laughs> Guru Pitka, produced that one. Uh, gentlemen, if I may, uh, a, yes. a, a, a relevant uh, new group that starts with an N that has oh, a... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, there. But uh, these guys are hipster superstars. The National have a new album out uh, called uh, Trouble Will Find Me. And uh, uh, here's uh, the hit single, Don't Swallow the Cap. They name check two other albums on here. Oh, cool. Here. me cry play let it be or never mind probably oh, nice. re- probably replacements let it be probably maybe beatles who knows and what, what makes him cry that two some people are, are, are dead in both of those bands i think he's just a pussy i've had it gary you're, have you been up for a while today you seem like a lot more energetic than than maybe other times not uh, all other times <laughs> but i'm like you're 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 in a good you're in a super good mood i think I'll say, i can almost know but i did the sleep study thing also I'll, I'll save it for oh, next okay. time yeah, yeah. Yeah. About that. oh that's great all i d- right. did well it's gonna uh, be you aced it. <laughs> yeah, aced it. Nailed it. So uh, my next artist, uh, he was actually he actually played at the Canyon Club last night. He brought what? his uh, he brought his political views that we all disagree with to the Canyon Club last night. Did you go? No, I've seen him enough. Yeah. I got his autograph too. So and he was super nice when I got his autograph. So we didn't talk about anything. I'm sure he uh, 
probably had some Trayvon Martin things to say from stage last night. That's wow. yeah. crazy idiot. But uh, this is Ted Nugent. Uh, this is from 1976 before we knew how he stood on uh, social <laughs> issues. He might not have even stood that way back then. He probably didn't. And uh, the lyrics to this are great. Free for all. Oh, that's what I was going to play. Oh. I got me a rock and roll band, it's a fever all. Suck it. <laughs> Fair enough. The magic shake your tail feather in my face. I got my magic in my hand. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think maybe Richard Wagner. Uh, he might be the only other one whose music I enjoy more, but don't get along with his politics. Yeah. Yeah. Nugent and Wagner. I think those are the big two. <laughs> awesome. Well, I was going to pick that one too, so I'm glad I crossed that off the list. I'm sneaking this in more crazy. picks. This I've already crazy. had like three picks and it's not barely even started. Oh my God. Um, this is one that Luckily, a, you brought 21 tracks. Good, excellent. No, we're not oh, gonna, that's you know, a lot of phone calls. You know how it is. Uh, uh, this is something that, that a listener was uh, honking about. I, I love these guys' first album. They were kind of in that Monsters and Men, Mumford and Sons sort of scene. But now they've kind of like got a little more uh, classic Rocky sound. In, uh, they're uh, from Scotland called Noah and the Whale. And uh, they also name check a classic album on here. Okay. See if you can I'm going to really this. listen this time. Okay. Crank it up. Two of them. Yeah. On the whistling show with uh, five years time, but uh, I, I still didn't hear who he name checked in there. Uh, right at the top, it was two Neil Young albums. Yeah, looking for harvest, harvest but only found okay. silver and gold when he was okay. fifteen. But then, you know, I keep, did hear harvest. Keep looking, youngster. All right, you'll cool. find it. Thanks for whoever recommended that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's the worst. I got to get better at remembering. You know, people. Well, we get so many emails Facebook, and yeah. so many Facebook posts, and unless you actually log them, it's they're just in and out. Hmm. <laughs> what is this logging you Yeah, say? we need an intern. So we're gonna, Kyle, oh, get a pen. We got Jason Wilcox. We got Jason Wilcox. Oh, how great is that? That is amazing. Go to the go to our new website now. Yeah, yeah what's the, the Rock Solid the Podcast? Yeah, what's the uh, what's let me I'm just gonna shout it out there right now. Rocksolidshow.blogspot.com. Nope. Nope. com. Rock Solid Guide. Easily easy Let's to remember. Just spend the three dollars to register the, the domain and forward it. <laughs> All right. We'll have to do that. It's fine. Um, fascinating fascinating website so this next artist i'm gonna play yeah. is uh is legitimately in the u.s a one-hit wonder mm-hmm. but in the uk he's had a string of uh top 10 top 20 top 40 hits but this one came out in 1979 and this is uh, there's always those songs where i think personally i think 
there can't be anyone that doesn't like this song. <laughs> so let's hear a little bit from. I'm not a fan. Ga- oh, really? I'm kidding. From Gary Newman. Good one. Up or did I just see him? He came out and performed with Trent Reznor. Yeah, with another oh, end yeah. band, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. yeah, was it Nine Inch Nails or, or Reznor solo? Nine Inch Nails. <coughs> Nails. Kyle, that's Kyle's favorite band, Nine Inch Nails. So oh. yeah, and he, he they do this song and it's it it rocks. Yeah. Cool. He he had this group called Tube Boy Army. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, yeah, so if if you like that, but you want to hear some more like crunchy guitars with it too, get some get some Tube Boy Army. That's some good stuff. This guy's got. Uh, I'm looking on Wikipedia. He's got a million albums. He's got yeah. he's got at least twenty albums. Uh, 2006, 2007, 2008, <laughs> 2011. You know, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he's someone's favorite artist. Here's what I don't like about Gary Newman. He's one of those pilot guys. You know, he's like uh, when the, when when like someone's a pilot, they really got to let you know they're a pilot. Like John Travolta. Oh, and, uh, okay. And he's uh, like one of those JFK guys. Jr. Yeah. And the uh, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And Bruce Dickinson from uh, from uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. They just wear wings on their lapel all the yeah, time. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> just waiting for somebody to bring up airplanes. Maybe we'll change that here in my plane. Maybe we'll change. And- well, how come I, um, Weird Al didn't do SARS? <laughs> here I have SARS. You've <laughs> got SARS or bars. <laughs> Oh man, your turn. Okay, you're up. Uh, someone else is uh, uh, popular in England has a new album out, but not really popular here. But uh, we're gonna go back to her first album. That, this was my favorite song of uh, 2007. Why, why, don't you, why don't you go ahead and hit that, man? And I'll. Uh, I don't know I'll, what you're talking. Oh, about. I'm sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the order you put these in. It's not a woman. Oh, I see what you see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now apologize. I apologize. <laughs> you're right. I jumped over one. That's okay. Talking about KN. Yeah, hit it. This is uh, yeah, Kate Nash. And uh, this is one of those great songs about uh, the relationship's almost over, but not quite. It's I don't know if it's a breakup song or let's break up song. Night, everything's fine, except you've got that look in your eye when I'm telling a story and you find it boring. You're thinking of something to say. You'll go along with it, then drop it. And humiliate me in front of our friends. Then you'll call me a bitch and everyone we're with will be embarrassed and I won't give a shit. My fingertips are holding onto the cracks in our foundation and I know that I should let go but I can't. And every time we fight I know it's not right every time that you're up. Check out this this line here. Hold on. You said I must eat so many lemons, cause I am so bitter. I said I'd rather be with 
your friends, mate, because they are much fitter. Huh? It's a pretty British argument, huh? British Smackdown. You must eat so many lemons because <laughs> you're so bitter. Yeah, Take that. <laughs> Ooh, he calls her a bitch, too. Yeah. I love that funny accent. Like, what's the... Uh, I'm blanking on her name, but what was that... that other songstress that came along a few years oh, ago. Oh, Ellie Goulding? Nope. Oh, uh, Adele? Nope. <laughs> uh, Adele does talk like that, yeah. but doesn't sing like that's that. That's true. No, no, for some no. reason. Oh, come on. Uh, what are you yelling at us for? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, you have a computer in front of you. <laughs> okay, I'll look it up okay. what you guys are doing. That's what I always say. You have a computer you know in front of you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that didn't help at all. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Glad you're here. Uh... He's got smile. A, that song was Smile. Remember the song? Smile? Oh, Lil, Lil, Lily Allen. Lily I'm sorry. Allen. Exactly. Lily Allen. Okay. Yeah, they were both kind of like MySpace uh, <laughs> sensations yeah. that they kind of made over. Thank you very much. I should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. She sounds exactly like her. That's. I didn't think it was that hard to. Pull. <laughs> Is that who you were thinking of, Kyle? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't know it. <laughs> Uh, what you got? Uh, let's get in the Wayback Machine, and we're mm-hmm. going to go back to 1972. This was a song that was a comeback single for this uh, this uh, former teen heartthrob. Oh, this is uh, this is a guy who has uh, the greatest hair, amazing hair, so much hair. Gary this, Sandy and WKRP hair. This is this is you know who it is, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is Ricky Nelson, yeah. and Garden Party, yeah. I went to a garden party to reminisce with my old friends A chance to share old memories and play our songs again When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name No one recognized me, I didn't look the same But it's alright now Learned my lesson well You see, you can't please everyone So you've got to please yourself People came from miles around I like it. Uh, he was in that, another uh, another one with the pi- uh, well. I don't think he was the pilot of that plane that he. Oh, he's another pilot. You're <laughs> yeah, right. He was, yeah. he was in a plane. <laughs> he should have went with Gary uh, Newman. Comes full circle. <laughs> I'll go with JFK Jr. I'm cool. <laughs> he was good. He was supposed to be like the like the sanitized Elvis or something. Uh, yeah. But he he really like broke out of that and went his own way. And, and uh, he lived. Yeah, uh, he 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 had he had some drug issues too sure. behind the scenes, right? Sure. Yeah, those Ricky kids. Nelson's got those kids with the blonde hair. Uh, Here she comes. <laughs> Ruin, ruining the legacy of their dad. <laughs> All right. Here's, uh, uh, we heard some uh, songs later that name-checked other albums. Here's one that's just kind of like some general rock criticism that I'll think you'll enjoy. Check out this. This is Mojo Nixon, by the way. <laughs> She's a tortured artist. <laughs> now he whines like a wounded beagle. Pulling up the spare, pumped up with hot air. <laughs> These serious pretensions, and I just don't care. <laughs> uh, 
Mojo Nixon. I have Skid never Robert. You never I, heard that? I have never heard that. Oh, that's cool. And I love the Eagles, and I, I like Don Henley solo, but that that's right on the money. I cannot disagree with any of the sentiment in there. Mojo uh, has his own show on uh, Outlaw Country on Sirius. That's uh, fun to listen to. And uh, a bunch of great albums. They were giving them away on Amazon. Speaking of uh, free things on Amazon for a while. They might just, still be as far just as Just giving them away. Just giving them away. I'm going to go look it up. Go check it out. Mojo Nixon. Um, my next song, uh, Matt uh, looked at my playlist and goes, we, we've played this. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I think we might have talked about it on Never Not Funny recently or okay. something. Like, it was like, it really <laughs> felt like it just happened. But then when I looked it up, we played this song in episode 33. So I think we're okay. Yeah, but I'm going to play it again because it, it, it immediately came to mind when, when Letter N came up. And this band only had one album. This song is amazing. It only went to number 36 in the U.S. What? And this is, uh, this is the New Radicals with You Get oh, What You wow. Give. Except for the ad hominem attacks on so Beck random. and Hansen later. Just right, right, right. from the bushes. That's when you don't open your career with that. <laughs> yeah. they, put, they must have just put a hit out on this guy yeah. as soon as he yeah. came out, and that was it. And uh, I think I said this before uh, when we played it last time. The first time I heard that, I thought it was maybe Todd Rundgren. Yeah, yeah very much like that. It has very much of a Todd Rundgren feel. There's a great music podcast called uh, Low Times with uh, Tom Sharpling from uh, WFMU and uh, they, they have a great episode this week of where they're, they're trying to find the most 90s song oh, cool. possible and uh, that, that was briefly a candidate but it was, it, was, it was decided it was too good but I think Sex and Candy won I think uh, ultimately <laughs> but it was uh, good. that's a good episode is. Uh, this is like uh, you, you, you figure I was going to play some neutral milk hotel on this and uh, I said ah, yeah it's too predictable but uh, I got to play some new pornographers and yeah. Uh, this is my uh, favorite song by them from their uh, third album, Twin Cinema. Let's hear some uh, Sing Me Spanish Techno. Yeah, yeah. 
Ironically, about listening too long to one song. <laughs> oh, I never knew what he was saying. I, I'm terrible at the same <laughs> what, 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 what did you think it was? Uh, I thought he was just saying listening to uh, a love song. Listening oh, to uh, a may, love song. Maybe. No, wow. Maybe you're. you're right. Right. Oh, no, I think you're right. Oh, anyway. Wow. So that's uh, yeah. AC Newman, Nico Case, voices blending like chocolate Gorgeous. milk or something yeah it was good yeah the, she has a she has a, a new album new song out have you heard that the new, I uh, heard the yet, new yeah. nico yeah she Sounds has a, she sings a duet with uh peter wolf on his newest album too, nico cash oh i gotta hear that it's really cool oh man all right uh, now this this here's one that no one's heard mm-hmm. gary you might have heard it but a long long time ago okay uh, first time, first concert I ever saw, 1979, Kiss on yeah. the Dynasty tour. Yeah. Or if you're in Australia, Dynasty. <laughs> and uh, the Bring opening. Part of. I know that's what he always says. <laughs> the opening band was uh, a band, an American rock band called New England. Oh. And they were uh, the, their debut album was uh, co-produced by Paul Stanley. And uh, that's right. And um, <laughs> this was their single. It only. Oh, what made you decide to work with uh, this band, New England? Let me tell you something, uh, Matt Belknap. When I heard this band, New England, I said, "These kids got it." <laughs> I mean, I got to put them down on vinyl. I mean, every the sound was just amazing. Yeah. And they said, "Paul," and I said, "What?" <laughs> They said, Paul, would you come produce some of our album? I said, I will. But in the, I tell you what, in the studio, there can't be any drinking. There can only be blowjobs. <laughs> they if, said, okay. If Boston is big, New England, has, yeah, by definition, it's got to be different. gigantic. But, but, but regional hits. Cool. Right. <laughs> so uh, they're only, they're only, their first single, Don't Ever Want to Lose You, only went to number 40. But let's hear a little bit of Don't Ever Want to Lose You. This band is beautiful in the fall, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's New England. That, I've never heard that. Another uh, Todd Rundgren uh, little thing. Uh, he produced their third album. Oh, so they so, went, they got that deep. They, they got they got that saying, deep. They got they they, How did they make it that far. They made three albums. Did they change their name or did anybody play in there that went on to something else? Nope, or? just New England. New England. And they probably thought you know Boston, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Francis carrying the torch for New England, <laughs> well, keeping it alive. Carrying the torch for that one song. Into uh, <laughs> but yeah, this. I bet this is the only podcast that has played that this year. I, I, I bet you're right. <laughs> All right. Maybe the only podcast that's ever played it ever. <laughs> ever. Maybe this might not have been heard in the U.S. since 78. <laughs> that's very possible. <laughs> 
There's also no reason to ever hear it. No, it's not that bad. It's not terrible. That was produced by Mike Stone, who worked with you know uh, Queen and Asia. How many production notes do you have for this fucking band? Holy shit! Are you their manager? (laughs) Then in '80, when they came out with, mm, they decided to go into the studio. Behind the boards was. mm. I swear to God, you gave the like the full credits for this one guy. I'm trying to make it sound like they're relevant (laughs) by connecting them. With Name people, Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley, Todd Rundgren, Mike Stone. Yeah, it's so relevant. That's really helpful. All right. Uh, um, this song freaked me the hell out the first time I heard it. it was like I was scary, a scary, scary song. It's it's scary, but in a way that like like a different way that things weren't scary because like it was like you know 80 81 and i was first like experimenting with punk rock and you know i'd be home after school alone and you know turning the stereo dial all the way to the left there to the college stations and uh, seeing what was on and and this just seems so like foreign illicit and like scary and d- describing a world of like oh my god they're gonna kill me you know this is like oh I'm, I'm dead it was like when i watched nightmare on elm street for the first time and i was like home alone and it was almost bedtime like oh shit i can't go to sleep now who are you gonna play this is crazy this is a group called the normal have you ever heard them and this is a this is a, i this is a classic song. it's not me but people know this song i swear okay. all right it's called uh warm leatherette listeners be the judge okay I was scared to go in the living room after I heard this because uh, that's where that song is. Warm leatherette. <laughs> Warm leatherette. Warm leatherette. Warm leatherette. See the breaking glass in the underpass. See the breaking glass. In the underpass, warm leatherette, warm. And it kind of goes on like that. It's uh, it just you know describes all the scenes of an accident of like you know feel the handbrake penetrate your thigh. No, Let's make love before you die. And it's it's uh it's kind of inspired by that uh, crash you know uh, yeah. J G Ballard uh, thing. Yeah. And it's uh I don't know it just spooked me out. And uh, the singer of that song also hosts the television show Sprockets. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, that is pretty sprockety. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't get much more sprockety. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh, the normal. Okay, cross that. All right, I'm gonna have nightmares now. <laughs> well, now let me tell you, Gary. Yes. If you uh if you liked Ricky Nelson's Garden Party, sure. We're gonna. This is. Did this, I mention that I didn't? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is. This is. Oh, then you're not gonna like this. I'm gonna think. This is right in the same wheelhouse as that. This is from. Uh, this is from uh, one of the monkeys. Oh, I'm just glad you brought this. This is from his uh, second solo album called Magnetic South. Yeah. Produced by no. Uh, <laughs> this is Mike Michael Nesmith, and this is from 1970, and this is uh, a song about a girl named Joanne. Oh. Matt will hate it. Her name was Joanne, and she lived in. Yes. And she touched me for a moment with a look that spoke to me of her sweet love. Joanne and man and the time that made them both run. 
<laughs> nice. That, uh, that did not chart. <laughs> I was going to bring in that. Do you like that? Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Went to number 21. Oh. Top 40. I was going to bring in that uh, Some of Shelley's Blues. Do you like that song? That Nismith song? Uh, That's my favorite. I'm trying to think. How's that one go? I was, I was also going to bring in the one, because uh, I used to play it on MTV all the time, Lucy and Ramona. Oh, yeah. And, on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, and her brother Sunset <laughs> yeah, Sam. Yeah, on Sunset Sam, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, real video pioneer there. Yeah, he was. Well, let's get all the stuff Matt's going to hate out of the way right okay. now. We're going we're gonna to skip on down to... Um, there was uh, the, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, right? And they were like kind of this, like a you know second or third tier Eagles, but they had this hit with uh, they did a cover of Mr. Bojangles, okay? And you know it was a huge song, and so they used their commercial capital to like hire all their idols, like every like old uh, aging like like bluegrass and country player, and they put out this. I thought it was a triple album, but it's just a double album of like all these country standards. And they got it's like Mom Abel Carter, Roy Acuff, Earl Scruggs, Doc Watson, just everybody was still alive back then. Is there a, is there a Steve Martin um, uh, thing with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? Is there uh, is there some? Uh, uh, did he play on on? Uh, did they have the same manager? Did he open for them in his early career? <laughs> I'm serious. I think there's a Steve Martin connection. That would make sense. Yeah, that would, you know, it seems like out. you would see them at you know Tahoe with yeah. us, a comedian or something like that. They were, they were that kind of band. But so they they put out this amazing album, uh, double album of country standards, and it seemed like everybody had this album when I was growing. It was like yeah, a standard issue. I agree it, with you. And it was a great uh, introduction to this um, kind of music. Let's hear uh, the title track. This is "Will the Circle Be Unbroken." Matt commence puking. That might be Steve Martin on the may, yeah. <laughs> They have arrows through their heads. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw this first come It's uh, Johnny Cash's mother-in-law there on uh, oh, really? lead vocals, yeah. Mom Abel. Uh, the only thing I could find was Martin opened for groups such as the Nitty Gritty okay. Dirt Band, the Carpenters, and Toto. Proof. <laughs> I thought it was a little more. I thought it was a little more involved than that for some reason. It got down to the Nitty Gritty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's me- let's mess the whole show up right now with okay. this next song. It's from '85. They call this a power ballad, I think. <laughs> this is a band that might have the worst name in rock. Oh, they just took two th- names and put them together. <laughs> okay, they took a thing called Ranger, yeah, <laughs> and put a word Night, sure, in the front of it. And this is uh, Sentimental Street by Night Ranger. the drum solo. So you're walking out on Sentimental Street. What you do? 
Okay. That's it? That's, it? <laughs> that's all we need. Wow. <laughs> I wanted all to right. catch you. Did you drop that in in a minute 30, or did you do that from the beginning? It, yeah. No, I didn't do a minute 30. Oh, that's oh. what I had. That was the time was minute 30. It doesn't say that here. Oh. Really? It says it right here. We just went motoring on through. I believe you. Want to drop it in a minute 30 and see what I actually had queued sure. up? I didn't want a drum solo to play. Sorry, dude. It's my fault. So you dancing out in My, uh, oh, you want to know who produced it? No, okay, I thought that's what you were going to ask me. Uh, my sources tell me that this song was played on episode eighty-two. Oh, really? What was the really? what was the um, category then? Don't know. What if it was letter N? We didn't even know, <laughs> we we didn't did, even know where any did ends. Uh, uh, let's see that that week you played songs from Vampire Weekend, Bob Seger, Prince, Lou Reed, Peter Wolf. Brian says, I'm going down Main Street, Alphabet Street. Oh, oh, streets. Oh, streets. Okay. okay. Yeah. There we go. Interesting. Well, well, that's okay. It bears repeating. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> I, know, I was going to say that exactly. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's do a thing where we retire some. Retiring. Retired. Song. Retire the band. How Reti- about that? <laughs> Reti- well, aren't they? <laughs> you tell me. You're the expert. <laughs> well, they're not retired, but in, in the hearts and minds of people, uh, discerning listeners, yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, let's give Matt a little palate cleanser okay. from uh, sure. these last uh, couple of rounds of music. I just uh, finished the new uh, Chuck Klosterman book called uh, I Wear the Black Hat. And uh, I, I could, I could, I love that guy. He's just, he's the, he's the, he's the new ethicist in the New York Times uh, magazine. And what's so, that? Uh, what's that book about? It's just about like villainy, like our fascination mm. with villains and people like who who want to be villains and like present themselves as villains. Right. And uh, there's like a whole chapter about this next group and uh, and also and about the uh, the uh, team they love to represent, the Oakland Raiders and uh, things like that. But it's um, this is uh, NWA and uh, let's hear a little skit before. I... Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, but scared to kick reality. So true. Man, you've been doing so all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capabilities, and now I'm living in correctional facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube, because he said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on a English tutor. Yeah, he was thing. Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach, cause they don't flow like this one. You know what? I won't hesitate. Take to this one or two before I'm through, so don't try to sing this. Some drop science, well, I'm dropping English, even if yella makes it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sex, cause it's known as your brother brain damage. The creator of the chronic, so nobody don't manage nothing. I didn't catch that. All right, that's uh, from straight out of context. It's hard to overestimate just like what a. 
what a hubbub that album caused. It was just oh like, oh my god, yeah, and uh, one of the best albums with one of the worst fonts I've ever yeah, seen. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. Don't worry, man. I know Photoshop. I got this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know where that came from. I like you'd see him on MTV being interviewed, like and in wearing like bulletproof vests and stuff like yeah. that, and you're like, oh damn, this is scary. <laughs> yeah, warm leather definitely right? against the grain. I, I don't know if people really can understand now, but like at the time, rap music was almost universally positive like everything was about <laughs> don't do drugs like right. party C was all like anti-drug right there was hardly swearing actually right like, swearing was even kind of weird it was more creative then <laughs> well it was it was just more like uplift like i think mm-hmm. the, the idea was like let's try to uplift our people and these guys were like no we're gonna <laughs> fucking do the opposite we're gonna like uh actually sort of represent what we see in our lives i guess do you think they really feel that way or do you think they did it to sell records i'm sure it was both I mean, okay. they have a weird history. I think they were started by, they, I think they were, this album was funded by drug money. As far as like, oh, uh, that, isn't that the story? I or is that think kind of a so. Or wasn't there, wasn't there like a Jewish tycoon in there somewhere? Like a, like a yeah. one of those like business dudes who like. Uh, but and then, but I think the the, the thing I always heard is that Easy E really was selling drugs. I think so. Yeah. Put got enough money to like you know get some studio time or something. But also kind of a prep school guy maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to read a, a good book. On yeah, that. Pro- is there is there one? I don't know. And I know Dre was in like uh, was it like in the Wrecking Crew or whatever? Like it, or uh, he was, was an uh, embarrassing dance club. Yeah, DJ. with like crazy uh, you know glittery hammer pants and stuff like yeah. that. And then, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. And that uh, Express Yourself. That's a great song. That's uh, Charles Wright and yeah. the 103rd Street Walk Watts. Maybe the first or one of the first of, very, of many brilliant samples. Yes. From, from Dr. Dre. Quite so. Quite knows so. knows how to pick them. Does he? Yes. Uh, like Pat Francis knows how to pick Well, <laughs> this next guy, I would love to get this next guy in the studio with those last guys and see what happens. <laughs> this is far fetched. They're both from LA. I know. This is, uh, this is from his album, Land of Dreams. Uh, this is Randy Newman. Oh. Something special. I can't be that. I, mean, I know I'm a moron because this guy's a you know brilliant songwriter, but I can't help it. Every time I hear a song of his, I just think it's you got a friend. Yeah, in me. That's, well, <laughs> you know. like that's where yeah. it's going every time. <laughs> uh, I want to get the listeners in on this party. Uh, I was I was going to play this band like when it was you know I heard it was like letter end. I'm like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna play some noi. Wait, wait, and any any you. Exclamation point! Have you heard of them? No, I have not. Classic uh, Krautrock, German uh, uh, proto electronic dance music from the early seventies. And I thought, oh, that's going to be self indulgent. That's going to be just me trying to show off or something like that and be obscure for its own sake. And then I uh, got a couple calls on three three zero eighty one rocks that sound a little bit like this. Beep. Hey, rock solid. This is Jim Caldwell in Evanston, Illinois, and I would love to hear you play Hollow Gallo by new that classic krautrock band 
<laughs> I thought it was pronounced Noy all my life, but apparently let's 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 get another hey, call. Rock solid, it's Mike in Connecticut. My end band is new, and the song is from their first album, and the song is called Hello Gallo. And you can pretty much start it anywhere because it's the same Starting thing for nine minutes. Have a good day. Bye bye. The people have spoken. We're going to hear some uh, Hello Gallo from uh, New. Maybe it's Noi. Let's figure it out. Like I settle into a groove of that, yeah. Ten minutes or so. Hello, Gallo. That's a uh, German word for wild party. Yeah, yeah. Did you see you at the Hello Gallo, <laughs> uh, Jack from Florida? You're on the air. What is he there? Is he? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you're jumping back. Oh, sorry. Cue it. <laughs> hey, Pat and Gary and Matt. This is Jack in Florida, and I'd love to hear some New York Dolls. Uh, maybe Pill. That's a fun one. Perfectly reasonable request yeah, for an end is. show. Well, why not? Uh, why don't we hear that? Ask your doctor if pills are right for you. <laughs> and uh, finally, we we won't play these calls for a little bit long. But Wendy and uh, and Wendy Lillard and uh, Rich from Oregon and I think Kyle and a lot of other people wanted to hear some damn Nine Inch Nails. And uh, Rich uh, asked for this song from uh, Pretty Hate Machine. So let's uh, hear what that sounds like. Probably should have cued this. This is a scary song, too. Kyle, what song would you have picked? Trying to think. Only, probably, from With Teeth. All right. Go ahead and uh, cue that up in your own uh, homes there. The extended uh, Kyle mix. Uh, I was like, wow, that how much been great. music does Matt have? <laughs> wow, that would have been like a magic trick, but if only. Anyway, so, hey, Pat, how about I, I've been hogging. I'll kick it back to you. No, oh, okay. I got uh, I got one more. Okay. And this is, uh, this is a lady. Okay. Stevie Nicks. Oh. This is from her uh, second album, The Wild Heart, and this is uh, might be one of my favorite solo Stevie Nicks jams. So let's hear uh, from 18 Seconds, Enchanted. 
That album also funded by drug money. <laughs> Which album was that one? That was her second album uh, called The Wild Heart. Oh, okay. Produced by Jimmy Iovine. <laughs> uh, let me uh, 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 burn through just a, a couple of them real sure. quick. Uh, Negro Problem. Speaking of Paula Dean, this is a great, great Silver Lake uh, hipster band of the '90s. Negro Problem. Let's hear some of this. I think you've got the wrong idea. I think you've got the wrong idea. Cause I'm never busy. No, I'm never busy. True story. When we were at the old building. I saw Stu from the Negro Problem at the ATM by the chase. Is he a white guy or a black guy? He's a uh, African-American fellow. Okay, good. <laughs> he was... Uh... <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> no, he's... Uh, um, he, uh, uh, if you heard of the, uh, the Tony Award winning play, Passing Strange, he's the uh, mastermind behind that. And uh, that's like a very worthwhile uh, Spike Lee joint to watch. Uh, let's hear a little bit of... Uh, I love uh, uh, a lot of aggressive stereo panning, so let's hear some from uh, oh, okay. New, New Order. Uh, from uh, the great Low Life album. Uh, we'll just burn through this real fast. Sure. How about that? Everybody's- I, love, I love that kind of stuff, especially when you have the headphones. Yes, it's perfect. Uh, that Nine Inch Nails song had a lot of that, too. It really did. It I did. really I really love that. Aggressively stereophonic. <laughs> uh, this is a group that, it's what's one of the most confounding things, the two-hit wonder. And who knows, maybe they'll oh, go know. on to have uh, a third, but yeah, third, the two-hit wonder is uh, tough. Came in with uh, Animal, and I thought, well, that's great, but that's the last we heard of them. Came back with this uh, joint that uh, I'm sure you might uh, enjoy. A group called Neon Trees. Why don't you uh, see if you like this? I bet you'll enjoy this. That's a good song. That's a great tune. Love it. Love it. I'm going to pretend that was your pick, so it doesn't look like I'm hogging, okay? <laughs> Since you like it so much. Okay, good. Okay. And uh, finally, this is going to. This is this week's CD giveaway. Uh, Not a Surf from their uh, uh, covers album, If I Had a Hi-Fi. Okay. And uh, this is their version of uh, uh, Electrocution by Bill Fox. Sounded good. Sounded a big story. If you want to uh, win a copy of that, they do Depeche Mode on here. Go between. There's a lot of cool bands. Uh, go to iTunes and write a review of Rock Solid, and we'll pick a winner at random, and I'll send them that CD. Also, I uh, this episode will post uh, this week, right? And so uh, I just want to let you know that the uh, the day after the episode goes up, I will um, tweet 
a contest where you can win a copy of the new uh, VJ book, the MTV oh, VJ book. Oh, exciting. Uh, Ariel Fredman from Simon & Schuster. I said, hey, could I get a couple copies to give away my podcast? And she said, a couple? How about three copies? <laughs> nice. So, uh, so uh-huh. we, uh, it's a great book, easy read, fun People read. People say that that is just like popcorn. Like you just can't yeah, it's just, stop uh, reading. It's so it. fun. It's a yeah. piece of cake to read, and these are, these are hardbound. Nice. So um, I'll tweet a contest the day after this episode goes up. So uh, man your Twitter feed. All right. um, And if you're not following us, now you have to follow us because you know there's going to be a contest uh, tomorrow. Excellent. So um, thanks for listening. Gary, thanks. Yeah. Matt, thanks. You got a song to play us out? I do, yeah. You know, there's there's two giants of hip-hop with the with the letter N. Uh, we've played some Notorious B.I.G. I sure. think once maybe Gary played them. Uh, I don't think we've ever heard from Nas. Oh. Um, so this is uh, this is from his first album, Illmatic, a, a classic, classic rap album that everyone should pick up uh, and, and enjoy. Uh, this is New York State of Mind. Ooh, Billy Joel cover. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Black, it's time. Bird, bird, it's time. It's time, man. I begin. Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Well, fake niggas don't make it back. I don't know how to start this. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scarface sniffing cocaine, holding an M16. See, with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peepholes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out the feet froze. Y'all know my steelo with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I either on the corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs. Laughing at base heads, trying to sell some broken amps. G-Pass get off quick forever. Niggas talk shit, reminiscing about the last time the task force.